boys. Welcome back to another week of I Call Next. Uh, it's been quite an entertaining week. Um, we've got a lot of stuff with football going on. We had some interesting things going on in the NBA. We had some staffing changes, all kinds of fun stuff. Dude, this is like the, the way that this is all going now that we have the NBA that kind of matters and the NFL like definitely matters right now. And then having that all at the same time is, is fun. I like this. I think it was a fun-filled week of watching a lot of people eat their words. Uh, a lot on <laughs> Sports Center, first <laughs> first take. Everyone's eating their words. Of uh, let's just get right into it. The NBA, man. Hey, Steph. hey, hey, Steph. Apparently, Steph Curry, he drops sixty-two <laughs> points. That's not somebody out of their prime. I, I wouldn't say. I, I don't know. That's not somebody that's washed. I don't. I don't know, J.K. How do you feel about that? Wait, I never said that he was washed up. Uh, okay, fine, fine. He didn't say washed, but you said out of prime. I did say he's out of prime. 62 points. You can't do that out of your prime. Okay. Kobe put up uh, on his last season. Uh, what was his Kobe. last game? How much did he put up? 60 points. Yeah. First and of all, I'm, I'm a little mad at you, you that you didn't his last season was his prime? <laughs> huh? Did you so see- first of all, I'm a little angry that you didn't know exactly how much he scored, but I'll let that go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. I'm not. I'm not gonna even claim to be a bigger Kobe fan than you. So um, no, man, dude, Curry. So I think what what Curry did was there's a couple stat lines, right? One, he was the only only other player uh, to drop a 30, 30 and a half uh, beyond Kobe, and I think it's Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, beyond that, the other thing that only him and Kobe have done is during that performance, they both put up a 50-50-90 stat line, uh, shooting 50 from the field, 50 from three, and 90% from the free throw line, which is pretty freaking insane to have a 60-62 point game. I think Curry did it in 36 minutes and Kobe did it in 33, which was um, – that. That was, uh, what, against the Mavs uh, when he outscored the entire team basically in like 05. The man did not look like he had lost a step. Did not look like he had lost a step last night. And he was playing Dame. It wasn't like he was just playing, like, a bad team either. He's playing the Blazers. Like, the Blazers are still a good team on he top of that. He like he lost a step, but he definitely looked like he lost a step because everything he was just running into people off the ground, flailing and making threes. It was insane. <laughs> Sounds like old stuff to me. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I mean. Speaking, speaking yeah. of comparisons, so Steph Curry put up a game like Kobe Bryant did and Draymond Green put up a game like Kwame Brown did. Oh my God. (laughs) One point each. But but in fairness, Draymond on the floor helps that team so much defensively that it's like, it's not Dennis Rodman, but it's like Dennis Rodman in the way that like, he doesn't need to score. He needs to be there to play defense because you know, Steph can't Steph cannot guard anybody. It's the truth of the matter, but I'm just happy it happened because I want to talk shit. (laughs) Because <laughs> we just talked about it last week. And I hope it happens over and over. Because right now, Steph is second in look, the league in scoring. Second in the league in scoring. Look, I want I want him to score. I'm not I'm not rooting against the guy by any means. I don't I know, but I just want to be right after our heated conversation. I just want to be right. <laughs> it was it was a matter of time because I knew that this year I didn't pick him up in fantasy. Because last year I, I picked him up for him to do these kinds of games and he got hurt broke his hand right so this year i'm like nah i don't want to pick him up and do the same thing twice and yeah, he's starting to kill it but i can't i can't complain because kyrie irving is still going off and killing it too but the nets did uh, lose to the wizards open look two open looks from stars and they both missed i'm i'm just saying I, I, 
had a great three that rimmed out and KD had a great mid mid range jumper that just didn't go in because right now the wizards are undefeated in 2021. Okay. They're undefeated. All right. So <laughs> we're going to the championship. I'm telling you this right now. Like... And which championship is that, that you're talking about? <laughs> no championship. <laughs> Dude. I don't even know if we could honestly make like until these last two games, I couldn't even tell you if we're making the playoffs. Like, I I was there. I don't know. It just we just happened to beat that team. That's what I feel like. It's not a real like. We're not that good. We just played a little bit better. But the Nets, the Nets don't look as good as like advertised. Like they're three and four. They're not like fantastic. They're not like running the league. I know it's early. You but- know what's been an interesting, interesting stat line that I noticed was uh, I don't know if you guys have been following Julius Randall, but. I think they basically said he is averaging more points than Devin Booker, more rebound, more rebounds than Anthony Davis, and more assists than Luka Doncic. <laughs> That's what tells you it's early in the season still. <laughs> He's done it for like four or five games, though. It's yeah, that's why it's a 72 game season. That's what I'm gonna say to myself. I agree, but still, <laughs> nor less, still pretty impressive for him to still do it right out the gates first five games. No, I don't disagree. It's like, it, but the thing is, like, I feel like everyone's going to go back to like their average. You know what I mean? I mean, this could be real because Julius Randle's, Julius Randle's supposed to be really good. He just never Draymond, right? When he came into the league, they're like, he's basically plays like Draymond. He can dribble the ball. He gives you that floor presence. He can rebound. Um, good with assisting. So, yeah. I mean, the Knicks are the seven seed right now. Let's not, that's, let's not act like that's going to stay. Okay. Let's really not act like that's going to stay. It's the Knicks. I mean, if you look look at the look at the Cavs, Colin Sexton's playing like lights out, dudes. Found his found his like little niche in the in the NFL or you know, NBA. Sorry. You know who's actually killing it? Christian Wood. Dude, Christian Wood. I watched the video on his story, dude. Yeah, it's, it's legit. He got dumped on his like on uh, because he went undrafted, right. couldn't get playing time ever anywhere, and then he ended he up on the Pelicans. China, right? Like, wasn't it China or somewhere? He was um... no, no. So he went he went undrafted. He got a spot on the Phillies um, summer league team. Played great. Didn't right. get any time. Went to some other team. Don't remember the name. And then he went to he went to the Pelicans, and he I played. It was, hmm? Never mind. Go ahead. I thought it was one of the. I thought international somewhere. He went to play, and he basically was like, "I'm not good enough to play on an international team. Like, what the hell? Or a G League? I don't know. One of them." So you know, I so at least the video I watched today was saying that he played in the summer league. Then he was on the Philly, didn't get much playing time. He went to another team, didn't get much playing time. Went to the Pelicans, got some time. Then went to the Pistons, took over there, um, took over for Drummond, and that's how he got this forty million dollar contract this year, playing for playing for the what's it called the Horn, the Houston Rockets. And he's he's making them look good. He's making that team look like they're actually good, like. I mean, of course, you have Harden, and I think Harden's going to stay now because I, I haven't heard anything about him wanting to leave. All the talks, they're, like, basically have cooled off right now um, for Harden, so. I'm trying to see where are they right now. Oh, they're 2-2. Two and two. They're ninth seed right now. I mean, huh. John Wall looks good. John Wall looks great right now. John Wall thinks he's the best point guard in history, best blocking point guard in history of the game. <laughs> hey, look who's joined us. Hey, we're already recording, Arash, but we're talking about NBA right now. Can you hear us? All right. We're talking to NBA. We're talking about how Steph Curry isn't washed, isn't, 
isn't is still a superstar and jk was just agreeing with me and saying he takes it all back no no i did not take it all back <laughs> i refute everything that you just stated right now <laughs> number one i never said he's washed up but... i know i know i know i'm creating that narrative from you i agree yeah. i i'm being a dick i get that i get that <laughs> and then we'll talk about how john wall is a better point guard than kyrie irving because kyrie irving can't beat the wizards whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm just putting lies out here. Right, now that Arash is here, maybe we should kick you off because you're spitting <laughs> some uh, crazy, crazy things here, Skip Bayless. Uh, listen, do never call me Skip Bayless. All right, no, don't do that to me. Don't do that. Now you know how we felt when you just said those things. <laughs> That's fair. That that must be how Skip, uh, Skip Bayless. How does Skip Bayless say those things and just get away with it? Like say these outrageous bullshit and get away with it? Because you have to be a part bit legit crazy, and he is, and that's why. Yeah. He, Can I be that's honest? That's I hate more Skip Bayless. Uh, Take a wild guess on who I hate more. Colin. Colin. Oh, Hell yeah, man. I find him so annoying. <coughs> He's annoying, but he does have certain things that he brings up, which are interesting, and I do like to hear. But um, I don't know. It, it, I guess it, it fills in some of my void of Grantland missing and Bill Russell, but oh. it is what it is. Bill Simmons. I mean, Bill Simmons, yeah. Bill Russell. I was like, Bill Russell, yeah, what? Bill Simmons, yeah. <laughs> um, Russell, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I just do want to say now that Rush's here, um, Kyrie still would not pass up the shot to KD. He still jacked it up. And I'm just saying it's it's you, never going to change. But do you blame him because KD got the second shot and still missed? So what difference does it make? <laughs> That's, that... And they both had really good looks. Like it's yeah. actually they were both kind of open when they took the shot. I'm half kidding. I you had he he had a good he had a good look. I, I'm not mad at it. I I just want to talk shit because whatever whatever. <laughs> It was a good look, I mean, for Kyrie because it's Kyrie, right? Like, he can get it open. Like, anyone else, you'd been like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that fair. That team is going to be deadly, man. Like, the loss to Washington's a um, – it's a, a trap Rookie. game. They shouldn't have lost that game out of all the teams that they plan against. But that team is explosive. It is. They are. It's. A, it was a fluky loss. It's honestly just a fluky loss. Like. Yeah, and that's going to happen in a 72-game stretch. Um yeah. As well, I mean, it's the NBA. No one's going to go undefeated. Some of these new teams are going to take some time getting their feet wet. And it is and what it is. And it's okay if it's not LeBron's team. If it's LeBron's yeah. team, there's no... Oh, hell yeah. If it's LeBron's team, like you're supposed to be going, you know, pedal to the metal because that's apparently how they play over there in LA. <laughs> uh, so another player that I think has been pretty solid, interesting. Jason Tatum, he's been in game winners like it's his job, man. He's Yo, nice. he is he's playing like the MVP right now. Like if it was if it all ended today, I think he'd be the MVP right now. Cause dude grew one, that's wild. And he's he's playing like like he doesn't even need Jalen Brown. He does, but he's playing like he doesn't need him right now. Yeah, so the, what they played Detroit, so he had a game winner on them. Um it's still and on yeah. Hit it on Giannis too, um, yeah. Milwaukee is the eight seed right now. It's too soon to be looking at what seed people are, but yeah, Tatum has been showing that like he's for real and he's not afraid of the moment. And now he's getting paid like it too. Um, so obviously that's his team. He's going to be the face of that franchise for the foreseeable future. Um, it just it come it's going to come down to whether they have enough pieces because I actually thought their team was stacked last playoffs. And I kept predicting that if the Lakers were to face um, the Celtics, that they would get routed by them and they fell short. And I was surprised. I still am surprised 
But at the end of the day, I think that's what it's going to come down to. It's no question that Tatum's a star. It's whether they have other players to help them get across the finish line. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's, I, mean, yeah. I think it's it's been a fun start to the season. A lot of different teams, a lot of different players. Um, the hype is back. It's fun to watch. You're seeing Steph put up these crazy numbers. Seeing- so what are we supposed to think of the Warriors? Like if the first two games, they got blown out and then they would like win and then they would lose. They would win and then they lose. And now he puts Clippers. up 62. So did the Clippers. <laughs> yeah, well, I I think the Clippers are fluky at the moment, but that's the way they play because they rest Kawhi and PG alternatively. But like I Warriors think, are starting their players every game in and in out, and they like lose every now and then. I think the difference the difference was Curry was I mean he's coming back to playing full time honestly right like he last year he missed a lot of time and like that real time gameplay takes a minute to catch back up and he didn't look too much like himself in the first few games I think he was shooting like two for ten he shot two for ten in two games of the blowouts and he was just jacking up shots and then it's kind of like that shooter's mentality, keep shooting, keep shooting. And then once you start making them, like the, the hole just seems bigger. So I think before you joined, I was saying that what was great about the 62 point performance was he did something that only Kobe Bryant has done before, where while performing at that level, he shot a 50, 50, 90 on the mm-hmm. stat, which is, I mean, that's insane to do shooting what he went like 18 for 30, whatever it was, but um, he shot 50% from threes. I mean, that's just huge confidence boost when you go out there play the next team you're like all right i'm back you know yeah i think gotta wait and see it like you said it's it's early in the season we haven't had that many games but i if, i think if he comes out another game shooting another 50 percent, i mean i think he's gonna start continue doing that i actually I, think the opposite i as and this is like the wrong time to make this comment because you everyone's high on the warriors right now i don't think they make the playoffs i i think they've looked really bad they also uh, he, haven't had Draymond though. The second Draymond's on that feet, on the court, they're defensively so much better. I just saw Draymond. He was like yeah, drawing he, with uh yeah, Lillard. He, last he's only played two games so far this season, I believe. He's only played two, maybe three games right That's now. That's the first couple. But is yeah. he gonna generate offense? No, no, he's not. He's not gonna generate offense at all. But that's that, what they need. No, so I don't think they do. I think they need defensive help because no one else can guard anybody. They're getting blown out. They can score, but they can't. We couldn't play any defense. You can't put that on staff. Were they the team that just lost their first round pick, their rookie? No. Is Wiseman out? Wiseman I out. heard some there was I forget who it was now, but someone just lost their first round like lottery pick for like at least a few months. Um I don't um, know. I, I'm feeling like, and this is really early, so it's a bit premature, but I, I can see the Warriors flopping this year. Um and, and despite how amazing Curry looks, and I admit really? The way I saw him play, and he didn't just do it to some scrub, man. He was playing against Damian Lillard, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't against him. And the last time, again, not enough games. Last time we saw Curry come out blowing up like this, he was the MVP that season. Yeah, let's I, see. I think that what I, – I don't think you're far off because I don't think they're better than like a six seed is like I think their total ceiling. It's just a, it's a matter if Wiggins can actually – learn to play with Steph, which he's starting to do. You can see him like understanding how to, how to set screens for Steph and get open. And he doesn't need to score a lot of points. And if Wiseman can start becoming a defensive presence. Yeah. Right? That's I think big what thing. we're about to see, and we're going to test the theory of the modern era of basketball and all the, all the arguments, can a single player carry a team or not? He's in the perfect scenario. He's going to have to carry the team. We'll see what happens. And he's one of the best players to do it. So Let's see what happens. It should be an entertaining season. As long as By the way, Ross, you were thinking of Atlanta's rookie. 
Okay. Is that the guy who's out for a while? He has a fractured toe. Gotcha. What, Patrick? Well, not Patrick Williams. What is his name? Who is it? It's that Ona... Uh, some... oh, oh, the guy from USC. The guy from USC. Yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. I got you. Um, also, Trey Young looks nice, man. Atlanta looks good. Atlanta's gonna be a playoff team, and it's gonna, they're gonna be fun to watch. That's the new age Warriors right there because John Collins is nice, and Trey looks like Steph from back in the day. So, Trey looks good, but I wonder if Atlanta, in hindsight, obviously they're happy they have Trey, but they could have had Luca. I mean, yeah, if you, I mean, you can't live like that, right? It is what it is at this point. One thing I, I saw was that is one of the like trades where you could say both sides honestly kind of won in that trade. Mavericks um, won more. Like, we're not talking about Trey Young potentially being an MVP this year, but we are yeah, having that conversation well, about Luca. Is, I mean, out of all the players that, that were there, like, he's, I mean, he's doing great. I mean, he is. Yeah, he is. On it, so. I guess I'm just looking at what the cost was, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's but better than having a bus. I mean, that's post post trade. You're looking at that cost now. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, cost, but yeah. I mean, that's any any draft pick really. Like Giannis went so late, no one knew what you were gonna get out of it. Like you couldn't say that you knew what Luca was gonna be. You can't say you know what like Trey Young's gonna be and stuff. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe Trey Young does get developed to a point where we are talking about him being an MVP. It's just Luca developed quicker. Yeah, plenty of time for that. And I'd say, I mean, granted, like, there's always a lot of hype coming out of the international players, right? And for the most part, most of them play pretty average, above average, but not always MVP level, right? Like, we've had, like, the Tony Parkers, Ginobili's, like, all those guys have come out. But, I mean, worst case scenario, if you're, if you're playing with Trey Young and that's what your trade gave you, shit, that's, that's not terrible. No, it's not a bad return. Did you guys hear about Siakam? He got benched and now could be on the block from Toronto how the mighty have fallen he was just being praised this time last year for being such a steal for that roster you know yeah, no. who else is garbage Hassan Whiteside <laughs> I mean you can't put your marbles in that anyway like he was at he's he's the, at his best as the second center on the team that's what he is he's why are they best. down on him all of a sudden huh I'm gonna look up what happened he's just not playing he's just not playing well so they've got what Margin, Marvin Bagley and they've got um who else is there? So he's basically like third string right now, and he's not putting up any points. Or he looks. You're talking about you're talking about Whiteside, right? You're talking about Whiteside. Yeah. yeah. So, so Siakam. Wouldn't go into specific specifics. Da da da. Whiteside was like a late free agent pickup, right? Like he was actually one of the players that I mentioned. I thought would be a stud because he was just sitting out there for so long. So I don't imagine the expectations for him would be that high from the team that picked him up because. Like we said, he was a late round, late, very late acquisition. Uh, I mentioned it as a joke since you said like the mighty have fallen because oh all yeah, the guys that we bring up over and over where through one playoff run became big stars, got huge contracts. Yeah, he he, like he cashed out. Whiteside, um, <clears throat> Mozgov, Tristan Thompson, yet is still playing in the league and doing all right. But all yeah. these guys were these one and done runs with LeBron, basically. Mozgov was the biggest, like just. Oh. Scam I hate when the Lakers, at least the the smartest thing the Lakers could have done was just they I think they only signed him for like one year versus multiple years. Um, that was the greatest thing because he was garbage. The Lakers are still paying Luol Deng, um, <laughs> and he's been out of the league yeah. for like four years. It's embarrassing. Got to forget that. <laughs> I, I they they said it's an internal issue for Siakam, but they apparently are going to move past it. If I'm Washington, I make a move. 
Nah, I'm man. Like- the, the rumor right now, as of like a few hours ago, is they they're trying to get Harden, Siakam, and multiple picks is the asking price for the Rockets, which mm-hmm. I would kind of do if I was Toronto. Rockets are looking good without Harden. Um, no, Harden's playing. Huh? Harden's playing. Harden's playing. He's playing, but he's also sitting out, and then Rockets are still winning games without him. Um, John Wall looks like he's old John Wall right now. He doesn't look like he's. He does. John, that's what John Wall does. He looks good when there's no pressure and when you're in the first week of the season. Wait till that's, a little bit more time for You haven't watched. Yeah, you haven't watched Wall. Back up his point. He's just like. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I've seen so, plenty of John Wall. So, I know who John Wall is. Did you hear what he said recently? He was like the, he, the best point, uh, best blocking point guard like ever in the league. And I was yeah. like, you must have not watched the league that often when you were so, injured. I'm or curious. So hold on, what he said specifically is just point guard, right? What other point guards are there that can block that, shots? That block shots on a regular basis and going back. It was a very specific thing. Yeah, everyone because everyone says like D Wade and all these guys, but they're shooting guards. They're not. They're not point guards. So like even going back to and looking at uh, like stats from the older guys, like you have Jason Kidd or whatever, but he's had like 450 blocks. John Wall's at like 375. Even as specific as he was and as narrow of a field as he uh, made that comment, I still don't put him as the best in any category. But why, I agree why do you hurt you? How do you hurt you? But who would it be though? What I'm saying is, who would be a better shot blocking point guard? So, what does John Wall average for blocks per game in a season? Like, what's his best season? Does anybody know? Because I, I, I can't imagine it's that many. Maybe actually, I, I don't even know what an average, like a, what a good average would be for blocks per game in a season. A center so like, can do two. A center, a, a, a great year for a center is two. Okay, so has John Wall ever averaged half of that? Half of that's still really good for a power forward. Right. Well, he's saying he's really good. So I want to see, uh, has he ever? He did, he did 0.9 one year. No, last, this year he's averaging one and a half. Well, this yeah. year is like one. Uh, 2017, he was averaging 1.1, but it was only on 41 games. His next best was in 66 games, 0.9. Hey, he, he might prove me wrong. I, I just, he's been here for a stretch of time and I've, watched him personally. I went to the University of Kentucky. I saw him there too. And he plateaued early and he's just been on the downhill ever since. But he's looking good so far this year. I'm willing to admit. I don't know about that. I think that he, we were going to playoffs every year he was healthy. Yeah, um, but like that, the, that, that's the ceiling for him. He'll get you to the playoffs, sure. But like you want to do more than just that. So that, that's, my, that's my argument with like, like Russell, Wilson, Russell Westbrook, right? Right now, like He's not helping us win right now. He's not. Like, he's no. still taking bad shots he's right now. He's also not playing the way he knows he needs to play. Which, which he never plays like. He never plays like how he's supposed to play. Let's he's still see. jacking up open threes that he bricks. Who has a better team, Rockets or the Wizards? I mean, the Rockets because you have James Harden, but I okay. don't think it's – I don't think they're, like – no, it's, it's, it's them. It's them. It's, it's the them. Rockets. There's no, yeah. there's no discussion, right? If the Rockets – keep James Harden, how many spots in the playoff seating do you think the Rockets should achieve better than the Wizards? Like, what's the delta between them that the Rockets should at least achieve because their roster is so much better? I mean, the Wizards could be a 10th seed still. Right. <laughs> right. So you think Rockets should four? do at least four? at least four spots better? At least four, yeah. 
I think that's I think that's, I would, that's not, so so I don't the east and west though I would say they should have at least 17 to 18 more wins in my opinion. I think they go by wins versus playoffs. Yeah. Cuz they could be a 9 seed and but like still be really good in the west. Right. True. Like, okay, that's a good point. If they can achieve 15 more wins than the Wizards. Sure. Okay. They should, right? They're so much better, but I don't think they will. Um, I don't think, I think, like I'm saying, I think their players, the only thing that the uh, Rockets have to their advantage is that Harden is such a spectacular regular season player. Like he just puts up points. I haven't seen him play this much. They should be on cruise control to playoffs, right? It's after they get to the playoffs is where they never succeed. Right. Which is what John Wall does too. Like they literally got the same player who they were going to excel during the season and then tank during the postseason. I mean, listen, who knows? He's on a different team. This is the whole reason they did the switch up, right? They both traded. I still think it's an even trade. They both traded players that do the same in, thing, but on different teams and let's see if it works. Six games in, only six games in. I'm telling you, I know the sample size. I'd rather have John Wall right now. I, I'd rather have John Wall right now. Right now, it might change. I'm not giving up on the Wizards. He's younger, right? I mean, by like a year. It's, okay. And with the Achilles, it's they're the same age in my mind. Younger, but Westbrook's technically healthier, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just this is the thing I couldn't stand about Westbrook beforehand is that he jacks up these shots when he has better scorers, better shooters. He's jacking these up. Like why? Why jack these up? Even if you're wide open, I don't want Shaq shooting that shit, right? Even if he's wide open, right. that's where I'm at. I don't know. I don't know. Frustrating. A small sample size. We'll have to revisit this when we get. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. all star break. We'll 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 know exactly what's going down. I will say it's a very it's gonna be a very fun year because everyone looks somewhat competitive, somewhat competitive. Yeah, right well, everybody so. does in the first week. I mean, yeah, that's fair, but it's it's still even. It's more even. There's no like clear cut. I mean, Wizards the, like, were zero and five a couple days ago. Yeah, but we're also undefeated in this this year. So get the fuck out of here. All right. All right. Are we moving to the big news of the day or what? One more quick, one more quick thing on basketball, and then we can move on. Um, final thing is, uh, NCAA announced that March Madness will be played in a bubble, which is smart. Thank God. Part. Uh, I think they're playing in what uh, Indiana. Pete sending uh-huh. out. Pete wants to send everyone condoms. <laughs> Yo, Indianapolis, I'm not sure if you guys have ever been, is the perfect city for a bubble. It's actually Nothing not trippy. The, in, there's like a huge city with all the infrastructure built, but during the day, it's like a ghost town. And that's like pre-pandemic. It's so weird. Actually, Cincinnati is quite similar where like you have this entire like city that's built, but like no one's on the streets, no one's in the sidewalks. Um, it's we built were, for a bubble. We were We were joking about how it's, it's like the Olympics where they send a bunch of these like young athletes and they're going to go there. And then, and you know, in the Olympics, they t- typically send them like a shit ton of condoms and stuff. And I was like, <laughs> like that, but then I'm like, wait, it's a bunch of dudes. Why do they need to send that? <laughs> yeah. It's all male. Actually, no, they might have the female NCAA tournament there too. Right. Oh, someone getting pregnant. I think <laughs> I'm going to be real with you. <laughs> do those, those tournaments are simultaneous. Actually, no, the uh, women's NCAA tournament usually ends it a week ends or two right, before. Yeah, I think it ends right before it starts. But out. there is an overlap. It'd be, it'd be interesting to see if they're going to do both tournaments there, men and women's. No, regardless, I think it's awesome that they're picking up on that NBA trend of, okay, this is what work. Let's get this going because it is – Dude, it's a huge thing. It's a huge moneymaker. Um, it's something large that everyone watches every March. Um, 
I know I love participating in March Madness brackets and sending that out to everyone. So I think it'll it'll be great if they can bring that back and make it yeah, work. Yeah, but I mean that you made the point right there. It it's not like great and awesome and spectacular that they're doing it. Of course they're gonna try to do it. There's so much money on the line for them to make. Um, they're not doing it to give us the great feeling in our bottom of our hearts. They're doing it because they want to feel the pat in their wallet. <laughs> Why do you think any of the sports are going on right now? Obviously. Oh my God. The NCAA is our crooks. Let's be really honest. Yeah. The NCAA are a bunch of fucking crooks. Like True. wild. Um, did you guys see the net rankings that came out? Do you guys care about that? Uh, okay. Well, never mind then. Uh, college basketball. Sorry. All right. JK is pulling out his hair because he wants to get to the biggest news that's hit this I market. Tried, I tried to stall as long as possible because I don't want to hear this shit. <laughs> All right. Trivia. Trivia. When was the last year Washington won the NFC East? Oh, 2015. 2015, correct. Yeah. What was their record? Nine and seven, 10 and six, some of that. Nine and seven, correct. What <laughs> was the time before 2015? 2012. With what was their six, record? 10 and six. Correct. And RG- then what was the year before that? That one, you guys are all little babies. Seven. 2007. 1999? 1999. Oh, to win the East. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So, a question for all of you guys. In all of those years, what did they end up doing? What happened at the end? What was the outcome? It's actually funny because every time we make the playoffs, it's Tampa or Seattle. Tampa yeah. or Seattle. We always play Tampa, the same Seattle two Seattle or Green Bay is usually when we play. We did play Green Bay once, and we lost to them. Um, hey, the last time we... We won a game was against Tampa. So, yeah, let's do this. Well, yeah. Tom Brady yeah. is going to rape you guys. Oh, dude, listen. I, I put this on my Instagram. I said I'm going to enjoy this while it lasts, and then I'm going to go re- root for another team. That's what's going to happen. Well, let, me, let, me just oh, let, let, me, let me break something down for you all real quick. I do think we're going to lose. I think it will be a lot closer than people think it will be. What, what is closer than you think? Right now the spread is seven and a half. It's actually growing. Under seven. The the spread is growing. I thought it was seven and a half to begin with. And at one point today, I got to 11. JK, JK, like, let me, let me, let me just explain to you how much of an atrocity it was to watch that fucking game. I think Arash said it himself that they were, the Eagles were literally trying to hand you guys the game and you guys continuously tried to fuck up. We didn't try to fuck up, but <laughs> we just. I know you didn't try, but it honestly looked like it was terrible. Let me explain something. It's I'm a, not. But it's an eight point. Um, it's eight. Um, eight point spread. By the way, that number is growing. Y'all, y'all realize that Scary Terry, our best wide receiver, still injured, high ankle sprain that takes six weeks to come back. He's going to be better next week. Alex Smith's calf still strained. By the way. That thing is hanging on for dear life. He, yeah, but he's not going to feel better next week. He's not going to no, feel not. better. But what else? But I'm going to give him that. Okay. And Antonio Gibson still wasn't 100, percent and he's still coming back. He wasn't 100, percent but he still ran the ball pretty hard. He looked. Yeah, good. he did. He lo- he looked good. Our offensive line has actually played pretty well this year when Alex Smith is like our quarterback. So that's our offense, right? I'm not saying we're going to put up numbers this and that. But I also don't think that Tom, our defense has struggled against mobile quarterbacks, and which it did again this time. We struggled against Jalen Hurts because look at any Kyler Murray. Uh, there was a couple other mobile guys that we struggled against. Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, yeah, I Jaylen agree with JK. 
Tom Brady is not going to be Daniel Jones the like that. Tom Brady is not going to move around the pocket like that. Fair enough. I'll, I'll, give, you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you the few injuries that you're, you know, you're hopefully they're better by next week, whatever. Dude, when you play Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, any of these elite quarterbacks, when they play in the playoff games, they, they play to like perfection. Like they've, they've been there. They, they're, they know what the atmosphere is, what they're playing for. I think Tom Brady, the last few games that he's played, he's just been playing at an elite freaking level. Like he's been killing it. He's going to come out against you guys. And I think he's still going to continue that level. Sure. You might be able to stop him here and there, but for four quarters, you're not going to stop Tom Brady. And that's where I think you guys are going to get killed. Maybe first half, maybe a couple quarters, but there's always that quarter where Tom Brady just comes out, whether it's in the beginning or towards the end, he just, dude, you can't stop him, man. He's so good right now. And they have so many weapons. Dude, the Bucks are the best run defense. We can't obviously we can't throw the fucking ball. Like it's not happening. The Bucks defense isn't bad at all. So is, like what? Is Ronald Jones expected to be back? Has he been back? I don't I don't know. But they have Leonard Fournette still. They do, but there's a difference. Ronald Jones is clearly better. Um, which is surprising because his first couple of years out of USC for this team, he's he like awful. Good. Yeah, he did not look good. No, he had bus written all over him until all of a sudden this year he came out. You know what it is? He he looked he looks bigger. I don't know what his weight distribution has been over the past few years, but he just looked different this year. Um, but towards the end of the season, he got hurt. So I don't know if he was playing on Sunday or if he's playing next week, but that would help us big time if he's out. I I, I don't know. Can I throw a stat at you guys real quick? Please. Sure. All of Tom Brady, like I'm gonna just go recent. Um you know, all the losses that he's had in the playoffs recently, except for the Eagles, actually you can kind of include the Eagles, were against strong <laughs> defensive lines, right? Tennessee Titans, Tom Brady just looked old. Titans just ran over him, right? Then you had uh, the Eagles' strong defensive line. Then the two big ones was the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos with Von Miller – just absolutely destroyed Tom Brady. So, and guess who was their defensive coordinator during those years? Jack Del Rio. So I personally think that Tom Brady is not going to play at an elite level as much as you guys are hyping him. The difference is Peyton Manning's not sitting on the other side. Okay, that second second round, Peyton Manning didn't do jack shit. So then. That's fine. So, Arash, yes. We could not put up 21 points against an Eagles team that wanted us to win. That wanted us to win. That's the problem. This is why I can't have this hope is because I literally watch the Eagles go, please, take this. Take it. And we're like, no, no, no. We, we want to earn it for some fucking reason. No, Ronald Jones did play in week Ronald seven. Ronald Jones played <sighs> 78 yards. Um, but, yo, on top of that, you have you have uh, Antonio Brown. He had 11 receptions, 140 yards, two touchdowns. Chris Godwin, five receptions, 133 yards, two touchdowns. You still got Grunk. You got Mike Evans. Like This offense is going to carve us yes. up. Dude, I think our defense is going to carve them up, bro. <laughs> like, how are you going to cover all yeah. these players? Dude, have you actually seen how the Washington defense has been ranked against against the pass? Like, guess, actually, go and look at the numbers. But then what about against the run? Anyone can run on us. Anyone can run on us. What are you going to do for the run, then? If you're going to cover all the pass, they'll just run the ball. Don't worry. We'll cover that, too. <laughs> we haven't yet, though. We haven't. This is the problem. Dude, this you... is what I'm trying to tell you. There's so many weapons. They got the run. They got the tight end. They've got the receivers. 
They've got yeah, the and they couldn't, and they still, with they all of that, they still could not win their division. Again, they lost to the Saints. Yeah. Yeah, you act like the Saints. They, they have ten wins. No, they have eleven wins, right? Yeah, they're eleven and five. Yeah, let's not get it twisted. They're a but, solid team, and honestly, we're probably giving them a cakewalk in the first round, um, which I hate. I wish if we were going to play anybody and give anybody a cakewalk, it would have been the Rams. Um, with a surprise victory against the Cardinals, who who predicted that one? You had to. <laughs> um, but um, I yeah. bet if we run, I bet if we run the tape back, you're like, I don't even want to pick them, but you know, whatever, I have to. No, listen, listen, I, I'm gonna make one more statement about this game, and let's move on to some of the other games because there's some great stuff to happen. But I think what you have to have in your favor is you you know you're the underdog and you're expected to lose. That's the worst team that you want to ever play is a team that has nothing to lose. Exactly. You have to play that way. You have to come out and just – you have to have the, like, uttermost confidence that Alex Smith is just like, yo, I'm going to be able to step up in the pocket. I'm going to be able to make the throws that I do. You have Logan Thomas step up, who's been playing great. Antonio Gibson, let him do what he does. Scary Terry, hopefully he's better. But you got to have everybody go off to literally – and your defense play amazing to have this victory come out. But at the end of the day, just play like you have nothing to lose. That's, that's the best thing you can do. That's all we need, and that's all we're going to do. Look, we got leadership on our defensive side, and I think they're going to pick us up. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with the defense. The offense could not score 21 points against the Giants in two tries. Two tries. Couldn't beat the Panthers. The question is going to be if Alex Smith can play, because honestly, he looks really limited. And the scary thing is he's locked up contractually um, for the next few years. Isn't it one more year? Is it one year? No. It's one year and we get out. Oh, one yeah. Year we out. can get out maybe with some dead cap. But his, his contract actually goes for another three years. Wait, one year, one year. But, okay. No, no, Real serious, serious note, though. Would you is, – is Alex Smith even coming back next year? Is he like does... – So that's going to be the true question of his character. Does he say he wants to come back even though he knows in his heart and his mind that he physically can't, but he wants to collect his money? Or does he retire and let Washington off the hook for all of his money? Dan Snyder will give him money. Like, that will happen on his retirement. Sure. That will happen. If Dan Snyder does that, that's not because he's contractually obligated. Yeah, 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 of course. Of course. But it would help Washington out big time when it comes to the dead cap that they have to carry. Because if a player retires, you don't have to pay that out against the cap. But like Dwayne Haskins, for instance, they have to pay out his money because they released him and he was a first round pick. So that guaranteed money is owed. Um, but Alex Smith doesn't look like he's going to be able to continue playing. And like this next game is a Super Bowl, basically. I have a question for you guys. This is um, this is this can regard to both the Cowboys and the Washington football team. Zach Ertz probably played his last game in Philly, right? They got Dallas Gobbert and stuff. Would as either team's GM, would you go after him? Are you saying out of either the who, which teams? The Cowboys and Washington, because both teams need a tight end to some extent. Could use a tight I mean, end. It would be an upgrade for us, but our new tight end. I mean, he's not doing bad. You guys have Logan Thomas. What I mean, Logan Thomas is having a career year. He's killing but, it. I mean, you could. He's at best a second. I mean, having a career yeah. year for him isn't like an amazing year. Uh, he's, you, he's no. still at best a second tight end. His career year is still – I'm not saying that he's, like, throwing up Kittle numbers, but I also don't think that Zach Ertz is going to get you Kittle numbers. I think the most production you're going to get out of Zach Ertz next season is exactly what Logan Thomas is doing. Do you, oh, know, do you even know, know his numbers? No, he I, I don't. I he has 72 catches, 
670 yards and six touchdowns. The six touchdowns is, is higher than I thought, but the other numbers don't like the 71 receptions are all dunks. Okay. That Alex does. So. That, that's, that's fine. But name, name another tight end other than like Kelsey so, and Kittle. So same thing. Hold on. Just same thing you just said. Dalton, Dalton Schultz has got 63 receptions, 615 yards and four touchdowns as well. Yeah. But all right. So let's look at TJ Hawkinson, who is essentially like the look new at Darren Waller. Look at Waller. Huh? Look at Darren Waller. Darren Waller's like one of the premier tight ends. Look at Evan. Look at the people that made it into the Pro Bowl over him, right? I mean, Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram should not be in the Pro Bowl. He I lost agree, and I'm surprised that he is, but he's in it. Darren Waller has over a thousand yards. Right. How many touchdowns do he have this year? Nine. And how many receptions? Uh, 107. He's like one of their main options. So assume that that's the benchmark, right? Like these guys aren't terribly uh, off. No, I, I'm setting the benchmark at somebody like TJ Hawkinson, who's like a second year guy. That's fine. All right. This is what Logan Thomas's second year playing tight end. This is TJ Hawkinson's second year playing tight end in the NFL. He has 67 receptions, 723 yards, six touchdowns. Same so, shit. These guys are roughly within one or two touchdowns and 10 receptions and 30, 40 yards. So yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and this is what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't personally think that Ertz is capable of doing like the Darren Wallers, the Kelseys, or any of those guys. Been uh, injury prone too lately, right? Last yeah. just this season. Last season he missed one game. One game. Okay. If I'm Washington, I sign Ertz. I trade for Wentz. Oh my God, go, no! I go no. have myself a season. Fuck Wentz. Fuck Wentz. I don't want Wentz. I rather have Stafford tomorrow. I'm not saying give a first round for him, but if nah. you can give him for like a fourth and a player, nah, grab him. I I would take Stafford every day of the week over over Wentz. I agree, but Stafford's under contract too. You might have to give up a, the pick for him as well. You might as well it's get gonna, the younger guy. Nah, I rather just I rather go for that. I rather go for the wins now, knowing Stafford's a better quarterback right now. Stafford Stafford looks good every time he plays. He played this week. He didn't even have to for no reason. He didn't play. He played for no reason. Yeah, there's the same argument from last week and the week before. Let's move on. Let's talk about some other games. Um, so, and obviously. Yep. The Bills-Dolphins. Yeah, yep. that's what I was getting to. Bills-Dolphins. Bills on cruise control, man. Jesus. Dude, that oh, Diggs trade looks fantastic right now. Looks like a fantastic trade. Like we led the league in receptions, yards, touchdowns, right? Not touchdowns, maybe, but uh, at least yards. Receptions, and, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Diggs is just out here on cruise control. Uh, Josh Allen just looks like he, like he's playing in slow mo. Like this is I, mad into him. I, I like, feel so bad for football, Josh man. Allen because he deserves MVP, but he's not going to get it because of like, Aaron Rodgers. This over and over again on this podcast, but it's like, how does he not get it? Like he needs it more than the other two. I mean, you could. There's definitely an argument why Aaron Rodgers should have it. He has 50 touchdowns on eight interceptions. No one else has done that kind of number. Let's let's talk about this game for a second because who were the Bills playing? The Dolphins. And who was the starting quarterback? Tua. Tua. And who couldn't be the backup quarterback to come save them because he had he was on the COVID list? It's Patrick. Yep. And who was the one person out of this group of four in the beginning of the season that said Tua's a buzz? Tua's not a bust still. He's still not a bust. He's what? trending in that yeah. direction. But then what What about Herbert? Herbert can win not, games either. I did right? not say that Tua was going to be 
the guy. I've been saying the whole fucking time that I don't think he's the best. Herbert looks good. Herbert yeah, but just, winning, right? beat, winning. just beat the Chiefs. Who weren't starting anybody. And my guy, my guy that I kept talking about, unfortunately got benched last game was Jalen Hurts. So <laughs> let's do a little bit of comparison here, if you don't believe me. How many passing yards did Herbert have this year? Forty-three hundred. I'm looking at it. Herbert, the offensive rookie of the year. Like, I don't know why you're trying to compare him and Tua. But I'm, yeah. I think it's too early to say Tua. Who's offensive boss. rookie of the year? Justin Herbert. No, they're gonna give it to Justin, Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I agree. Vikings receiver. It, he just beat Randy Moss's yeah, receiving he beat Randy record. Moss's, yeah, record. Which that guy is a surprise because out of all the good receivers that came out of the league this past year, rookie receivers, Not good to him. I didn't think yeah. it'd be him. I thought probably it'd be Lamb or maybe Jerry Judy. Now Judy didn't have a quarterback, and I guess Lamb didn't have a quarterback for much longer. Judy Lamb did start off the year pretty damn hot, and then yeah, after he went down, after Dak went down, it you went guys down. didn't think it was gonna be Jalen Rager on Philadelphia. <laughs> I'm so I'm glad kidding. it's not him. He looks like he might be a brust. Brandon Ayuk for the 49ers looks athletic, but I mean, I guess he didn't have a quarterback either. He had Nick Mullins. He was out a lot of games too, I believe, throughout the year. Judy was very quiet. Um, and maybe that's a product of having Drew Locke as their quarterback. But anyways, back to the point. Herbert looks like the real deal. Tua does not. And like, he didn't start as a quarterback. They eventually made him the quarterback, and they had to continuously rely and go back to Ryan Fitzpatrick to save them in games. Like, that's not an indication that they have much confidence in Tua. And they missed the playoffs despite having 10 wins because they couldn't so, win their last game of the season. So similar to what this is exactly what you said last week, and I agree with everything you're saying, and I think that it's only one season. I think the guy needs a couple more seasons of experience. Uh, if you notice, like a lot of these elite quarterbacks, they've got they came in and had the luxury to sit behind elite quarterbacks, learn from them, come into some blowout games, and then just be able to practice with these guys, right? These guys are just fresh out of college coming in, trying to play. I mean, props to them for what they're doing, like Herbert and them. They're doing great without, you know, for their first year. But I think they need a couple seasons before you can truly evaluate. Like you're going to have a couple guys that can come out and sling and do it. I don't think two is that guy. I think – He's a very calculated, learn, you know, learn to feel the game type of player. And he hasn't transitioned to the NFL. Completely. Maybe. So the, the only reason I bring this up, the only reason I even mentioned this in the first place is because they sit at the number three overall pick where they can get their future quarterback if yeah. they don't believe two is the one. They just drafted him five. So obviously it's way too soon for them to maybe call yeah, it quits. They will. Yeah, I don't think they'll do that. They're not even remotely going to. They're absolutely going to get um, the guy from Alabama, the wide receiver. Not Demar, the other dude. There's Smith and Waddle. Waddle, no. They're Waddle, gonna get yeah. Devonte Smith. They're not. Devonte gonna... Smith will go before Waddle. Yeah. There's no way Waddle goes. Devonte Smith potentially Devontae. is your Heisman winner. I Waddle Waddle though is who he played with in, in college. They already had Devonte Parker. They can they can trade back and they yeah, can go get the guy he played with. Dude, they he also played with him. But he didn't have his breakout season that he's having this year. Smith didn't have his breakout season last year. Yeah, because he had two other wide receivers that were first. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm just saying who he played with. But he who, played more no, who cares who you play with? If you have the chance to draft Julio Jones or, like, you know, uh, Cam Sims, it doesn't matter that's if you play not, with Cam Sims. You want to draft Julio Jones. I don't think that's the difference in, in their in their ability. Smith is going to be a weapon in this league. I, I think they're just going to trade down because they can and they can get Waddle. So they have two first round. And picks. also Waddle is playing this week, coming um, next week in the so championship Monday game. Yeah. Championship. 
They have two first round picks and actually their second first round pick is going to be right before Washington's pick who also needs receiver. So if they draft receiver, which they might, I bet you they go for that second first round pick at receiver. Yeah. So let me ask you yeah. guys a quick question since we've been talking about quarterbacks and whatnot. Any, anyone's opinions change on Trevor Lawrence? No, that's recency bias if it does. Yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah, no. I mean, if anything, your opinion should change on Justin Fields more so than Trevor Lawrence. You should. That's what it should all only be. Trevor Lawrence is still going number yeah, one overall. Absolutely. Here's the thing. Justin Fields may have got himself, the second. depending on how he does against Alabama, he might have moved himself up to number two overall. Yeah. He's yeah. fooling some teams to think that he's good. I definitely think Trevor Lawrence is locked in at one. I, there's no doubt about that. But I'm still sticking to the point that I think he's still not going to be the guy you guys think he is in the NFL. I just think he's going to go to a really bad situation in Jacksonville. And they're going to hire – I think they're going to hire Urban Meyer, who's also going to be a bust as a coach in the NFL. So he's going to go to a shitty situation. You think Lawrence is going to go to a shitty situation? Yes, in Jacksonville, a dumpster fire. And I don't think Urban Meyer is going to be a good coach in in the 10 out of 10 times, if you're the first overall pick, you're going to a shitty situation. No, no, but like this is, I think, the worst situation. I think the Bengals situation last year was a better situation to walk into. The Jags situation is good for a head coach. Like if you're looking to jump into a league, Jags have 11 total picks. They have the number one overall pick, and they got like 100 million plus in cap. That's a great situation. As a head coach, as a quarterback, I don't know if it's a great situation. Well, I mean, if it's a good situation for a head coach, it's a good situation for all the players. With all that draft capital, you can easily draft draft brand new guys to come up and learn with him. You recreate a whole team. You, I know. Or, or if you want, you can use some of that draft capital to trade for guys that could do work for you. And on top of that, you have like a hundred million cap space. Like you can literally sign whoever you want. This is what I'll say. This is what I'll say. Everything that Arash and them said on top of that, if Trevor Lawrence is this fucking quarterback that they keep saying he is, and he's this elite guy and you have these pieces, there's no reason for him uh, for us to be like, Oh, he's in the worst place, worst coach, whatever. This is what you're, this is what you're number one for, dude. You're supposed to come in. Sure. I, but like we've always said, like, Football, your coaching staff matters, and I don't think Urban Meyer is going to translate into the NFL. I just don't ba- think it's going to ba- happen. Baker Mayfield, who we all agree is not necessarily who we thought, like who everyone thought he was going to be, took the Browns to the playoffs. Josh Allen, no one thought he was number one overall, took the Bills to the playoffs. Like, we won the division, dude. Like, good quarterbacks make their team better. Sure, sure, sure. But if you like, I understand, right? But look at Carson Wentz, right? He went number two overall. He had a great one season, and then they're not doing shit. Like, I just I, – I don't think – I think it's solely because not Trevor Lawrence. I think it's Urban Meyer. If they hire him for $11 million a year that he's asking for, is it going to be a million, good situation? $12 million. $12 million, There you go. I just don't think Urban Meyer is going to translate. It's going to be no, the Nick let, Saban. Let me, let me ask you something. Think. Let me ask you something. Yep. Is there any sort of cap – for coaching hires. No, no, no so there what is differences to make whether they hire him at 12 million or 10 million. Is that your money that they're spending? No, oh. but th- you're going to stick or you're going to stick to that coaching staff a little bit longer. At the end of the day, it's still money. And the, the billionaires didn't get billionaires by just blowing it all the time. That's why the Raiders are stuck with John Gruden for the next hundred million dollars that they have on on the books. If you I'm don't have it. Yeah, good. I'm kind of with you. I, I, I actually, I actually also think maybe Urban Meyer doesn't fly in the in this level. Um, and we've seen it before, right? Coaches who are Nick great Saban. at the college level for some reason it might not Remember translate. Remember Chip Kelly. But, hey, look, I, the the main reason why I don't think it will work is because this is his 
He's never been a head coach in the NFL before, right? He's never been a coordinator. He's never been a coordinator. He doesn't all the He's never work. been a head coach in the NFL before. And because of that, I don't think he will. I agree. I'm not saying that he could not eventually be successful. Look at Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's first attempt in the NFL was horrible. Sure. Came back. He won a couple Super Bowls. Like, like Nick Saban Nick tried Carroll. the NFL. He was bad at it, but he's a god when it comes to college football. I, I think this is going to be the Nick Saban thing all over again. You either try it. I mean, give it to the, I mean, Urban Meyer, let him try it, right? Like, clearly he, he knew what he was doing at that level. Let's see if it translates. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But it's not a blemish on his career. He's 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 that god of football, like you said, like earlier. But I, I will always I will always remember how um Urban not Urban Meyer, what's his, what's his name? Nick Saban left Miami though. That shit was hilarious. That's fine. But <laughs> regardless, I I still don't think that you can say he's coming into the worst possible situation at all. Like he's, no, he's I, I, I am saying like I'm saying, I think Urban Meyer will not be successful, meaning that will that's because then Trevor no Trevor Noah. Trevor Lawrence will not be successful because you're as good as your coach. You can still have some of these other shittier coaches like in the league this year where they were garbage and they were holding back like Deshaun Watson and all these guys. Like it, it can go either way. Agreed. I mean, I'm just thinking about prediction. That's why yeah. I think prediction is about Urban Meyer. And it's like, because I mean, obviously make the correlation that if you have a shitty coach and shitty coordinator and you have a quarterback, he's going to probably play shitty, you know, like, <laughs> especially I mean, if he has a shitty attitude, like our boy yeah. Gilbert said. <laughs> that's funny that's funny anyways all right fair enough uh obviously amazing performance uh by the titans we had derrick henry just kill it hit two thousand yards bro two thousand yards from derrick henry when's the next time we're gonna have a two thousand yard runner next year derrick henry <laughs> <laughs> so it was interesting where um i think he was like what was the 227 yards short or something like that coming into the final game so I think he's the only running back out of all the 2,000-yard running backs to have to put up 200-plus yards in a final game of the season to get 2K. And uh, he put up, what, 250, which is absurd. Wild. It is wild. I, props has, to him. He has the most – I think if you take the last 20 games that have been played, so 20 games including playoff games or whatever to back to last year, in the last 20 games, he has the most yards in 20 games by any – NFL running back ever in history. Dude, it's it is it is wild. He's for real. And it I'm glad real. he got paid last offseason. So this makes me quite like obviously the reason why they do running backs by committee is because like they want to keep their running backs fresh. Like mm-hmm. you know, like Derrick Henry ran the ball 378 times this year, right? What? Mm-hmm. 378 yeah. times mm-hmm. this year, Derrick Henry ran the ball. That's how many rushing attempts he has. What? Yes. Right? His rookie season when they did a uh, running back committee with him and Deion Lewis, I think they did it for like three years, and slowly they started giving him the, more, the ball more. Right? He had like 110 his rookie year, uh, 176 his second year, and 215 after that. For the past two seasons where he's been labeled as an elite running back, he has had over 300 attempts each season. So it's like, why not give these guys that have the potential to be that elite back the ball? Like you're seeing it with the Titans, how elite Derrick Henry has become. You compared to that, like his first three years where he was kind of like, and eh, whatever. 
There are games, though, that Derrick Henry gets stuff. Like, I didn't have him in fantasy this year. That's when it's really noticeable when you're following a player week by week. But, like, Ryan Tannehill has played well this year, and at times I'm sure they probably needed him to play well because maybe the offense isn't clicking through Derrick Henry. It's good to have as many weapons as possible, right? As many running backs and quarterbacks and receivers as you can, the more prolific your offense is going to be. JK, are you saying why not hand him the ball more, more attempts? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not. I'm what I'm saying is why are other teams keep going to this running back by committee thing where you see like the guys with like the elite running backs that are just absolutely killing it, just giving so much production out of one guy than they are out of the like the three back committee that they have. How long does that technically last though? <laughs> You've had a, you have a couple it's of just, these guys that carve out these roles that are this good, but even Dude, the- every every running back gets one fat contract and that's it right well that's the that's because they get out okay so but out- that that's the same situation with all these guys in the committees alvin kamara has been a running back by committee guy for his whole career i think this is the one year where they gave him the ball more than any time else mm-hmm. he got his fat contract let me see how much longer he stays in the league Compared well, it's also to also because of their or, age, right? Huh? Like by the time they get that big contract, that's their second contract after their rookie deal, which their rookie deal is in an advantage for the teams. Like you get players on a bargain with their rookie deal. If anything, the players should negotiate for shorter rookie deals, like three-year deals, so that they can get two big contracts, not just that one. Because by the time Kamara's deal is done, how old is he going to be, right? Like no one's even going to pay someone at that age. Even That's why that fifth-year option is so fat. Like they like if you are a first round draft pick and you get the fifth year option, I think for like a couple positional players, they get like 20, 20 mil. Yeah. So the, the fifth year option is the average of the top five salaries at your position, similar to a franchise tag, right? Yeah. I think that's the math for it. That's definitely the math for the franchise tag. Um, yeah, that fifth year deal, they're making good money. But before then, the first four years for a first round pick, you're making that's, that's only if you're a first round pick as a running back. Correct. That, not not everyone's a first round pick either. So right. that I, I don't I think so. Wait, is your question? Why aren't other teams just running with one running back? Isn't that is that your question? I feel like they should do that more. Often. I mean, but, how, but many, like, how many of those running backs do you have? You got to have the running back, too, right? Like them. You, there's how many? How many are you saying DeAndre Swift could not be a. a just the sole guy over there in Detroit. I mean, couldn't carry on Johnson have been that. I mean, you also can't have every running back carry the ball of 390. I mean, teams will figure it out, man. If they can put 11 people in the box, (laughs) your wide receiver is wide open because you're, you're saying I'm running every play, then you're running back. No matter who he is. I'm I'm not saying that they run every play. You're saying like, give more to the running back, right? I'm saying like instead of having no, the running saying, back come in and out, like do the running back by committee. I'm saying that shit don't work. I mean, doesn't it though? The Chiefs work, do a though. great job. Huh? The Chiefs, Chiefs have like they're not a running team. I'm talking about the running teams that but, go back. But the running teams only win Super Bowls at the end of the day. And that let's be honest, work. their running game was a lot better when they were just running with Kareem Hunt than having their three-headed monster this time. The Chiefs are known to only be a passing attack. They don't run the ball at all. JK, think about it, right? Think about what you're saying and think about like like LaDainian Tomlinson. Even during his career, most of the years he was around 300 attempts. He One year was at 372. I'm, dude, I, by no means am I saying is it sustainable to run 370 times a year. 
So then, I'm how not the saying that at all. Quarterback, how would you have one running back only? I'm run? saying like when you have running backs like Derrick Henry, like these massive guys, you okay. give them the ball. Like instead of having the like, all right, think of the think of the Cowboys for example, right? They drafted this massive dude Zeke, right? They didn't put him in a committee. They did like the proper thing. They're using him as a bell cow. But okay. the thing is, but they're being more successful when Polar gets in the game more. Yeah. Zeke, That's because they're offensive line, bro. Like Zeke also, wait, no, Zeke also had to take a week off and look better afterwards. Like they were talking about that in that, in the jet, in the Giants game. They had to take a week off because he can't, he couldn't hold that forever. You're, so he's been sustaining over 300 carries for the last few years. And, and this was something that was brought up even when DeMarco Murray was running the ball. He ran 392 attempts in 2014. And they're like, this is not sustainable for a running back. Like once you get to the 400 mark, it's like this, it's like the theoretical it's number. The pitch count. It's the pitch count. Yeah. Right. Like, After with, that, you're baseball you're, players. You, you keep them on exactly, a pitch count. Exactly. But, They're going to start to deteriorate. And if you really have a bell cow like that, you're going to think about it, right? You're going to run them so much, but you're not going to run them completely into the ground. Like Derek Henry is a, a fucking anomaly of a player. He's huge. He's like Marshawn Lynch that was huge. He can run through people. But most of your guys are guys that run through the gaps. They're smart runners. And after so many hits, they're not going to continuously just keep letting them go out there back to back to back. Is there even another bell cow like Derrick Henry in the league right now? I would say Saquon is would be one, but he's injured. Saquon was. Okay, sure, yeah. Saquon right. was. Yeah, he got a shit ton of carries. But, yeah, I mean, there's there's only so many of them. I just think at the end of the day, if you're trying to win, right, like – you might you you, you need to you, you, you need to that's all it is exactly right. yeah all right. all right let me let me put the washington football team in in perspective right it's a terrible I idea. have every single healthy running back like every guy is healthy right you you throw in uh antonio gibson when you're trying to like just run the ball then you got mckissick then you have mckissick and then randomly they throw in like peyton barber like what are we getting out of Peyton Barber? I mean, okay, wait. You can't literally be – the running back can't be on every single play, literally running the ball every single carry. They take breaks. I get that. So bro, I human. understand they that part. <laughs> so McKissick is a better – he catches better passes out exactly, the back. Exactly, right? right? But you okay. still have to give him the ball running, and I understand that part. Okay. Right? Don't get me wrong. By the way, uh, McKissick is a better catcher, but it's not like Antonio Gibson cannot catch. He's a playmaker overall. Right, but you but your team is still doing the same thing, using both of them, right? No, but they're using three. They've used Peyton okay. Barber oh, multiple so times. Whatever, three. So what's the point you're trying to make with the, the – Then cut out Peyton Barber. You don't need him. I don't listen to all year because I don't like Peyton Barber. But, I mean, you have to have another guy that's – I mean – When you add Derrick Henry in his first two years – and you're only giving him like a hundred rushing attempts, and you're you're throwing you're giving the ball to like Deion Lewis multiple times. Like, what's the point of that? Yo, but you listen, have like this listen, massive listen. guy, Antonio Gibson, Swift in Detroit. Antonio DeAndre Gibson Swift got can eventually hurt. become a bell cow, but they're holding him back. Who ran the ball when Antonio Gibson got hurt? The other two guys. Yeah, but injuries like, happen, fatigue happens. You don't I, have I get, other two guys play or practice during normal games, and someone goes down. You can't just be like, all right, Peyton Barber, you've ran the ball three times. Come in and kill it. Dude, that's their job. They're trained. All right, it's the same expectation for any backup quarterback. How many reps do they get in practice? They don't get a lot. You're just – I mean, listen, you go back and forth on this. I, it, it, 
<laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. Why not? You're, you're, you're basically building your bench. It's like basketball, but in football, you got to have a bench. Yeah. You have your bench, but you get your bench prep, but they don't need live reps. Like immediately every single game. It, it, it's just like the quarterback position, right? Listen, if your man, guy goes I'm, down, I'm not an NFL coach and neither are you, but they've been, all the teams do it. And there's clearly a reason and it works. So <laughs> I get I'll it. Leave I, get that. It. I get it. That part. I'm just saying it's stupid. At the end of the day, they got to win, right? If they're, if they're coach, if they're like offensive packages, don't call for that. It's not going to call for that. Cause every coach thinks that their offense is the best offense. Listen, they run two guys. Guys, think about it. Like, you got this guy, right? You got Derrick Henry. You had Marshawn Lynch. At one point, you had Eddie Lacy before he was fucking fat as hell. But, like, <laughs> they, were running, they were running them heavily. Like, they, they could run through people. But at some point, like Arash said, defenses figure it out. Defenses load the box. They can slow them down. And they repetitively take hits. And you gotta, you've got to pull them out at some point. Also, to Derrick Henry's point, you're also paying Deion – Deion Lewis a good amount of money to be there. So you're going to use them because you're paying the money. They gave him a decent contract. It wasn't a minimum. So yeah, you're like, he's here. And he's also, he wasn't a terrible, he wasn't a terrible running back, but he was a great pass catcher on top of that. So yeah. That's like, think about when they had, when you had Shady McCoy and you had Darren Sproles, like they're still running a two back system. Like they're always doing this stuff. Remember Liddell Butts and uh, Crillon Portis? Remember that? Yeah, Clint Poor's got the bulk of the carries. And like, then what happened? His career ended so early because he kept getting hurt. No, because that's what the running back timeline is. Dude, you get like six years out of a running back. And that's Look at AP. Is. Look at AP. AP's still out there. Like Okay. So first of all, I hate your Jedi mind tricks to get me to get back to talking about the Washington football team, which I don't want to do anymore. <laughs> so uh, were there any other notable games? Um, I feel like the rest of them were more or less. Let's talk about the playoff matchups, right? So now we have the AFC. And so NFC. hold on. Before we get the playoffs real quick, Arash, let me uh, give the update on the weekly picks. So as expected, Arash, you uh, surprisingly, by taking all the other teams, still came up with seven seven correct picks, which was impressive. Um, was <laughs> hold on. Wait a minute. What's going on here? I want to recount. All right, so seven for you. I had 11. Gogia had 11, and JK had 12 correct picks. Fucking JK. Fuck this guy. I know, man. I'm sorry, is my mic on? My bad. (laughs) (laughs) So that leaves the overalls to Arashi at 66. Gogia, 77. I'm at 79. And JK, 79. Okay. Damn. Damn. I'm, I'm so mad right now. I'm so mad. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. You you picked up seven by going completely opposite. You're only four away from what we made. Messed up. I think you <laughs> messed up early on. <laughs> All right, let's look at these playoffs games. All right, let's do it. Let's Saturday start with- and Sunday, right? So you have yeah. three games Saturday from one to four to eight, and then three same slots, one to four to eight on Sunday. This is the best. I, I love that there's one extra team in here. It just yeah. fucks everything up, and I love it. This is the best time of the year. Can you imagine if it was one less team and, like, all these 10 and 6 teams on the on the AFC that wouldn't get in, and then you'd have Washington still in here? <laughs> Wild, right? Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to do new rankings, new standings, playoffs only, okay? So we're all 0-0 zero and zero to begin with. First game of the of the Are postseason. Are you just saying that so it's fun for you too? <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> okay, here we go. 
First round AFC game, number seven, Indianapolis Colts, 11 and five versus number two at Buffalo Bills, 13 and three. Okay, so this is Philip Rivers' last game. He's already said, as soon as I lose, I'm retiring. So he made the playoffs thanks to Tua. Dolphins choked at the end. Who we got? Go, go, you're going Colts? Hell Ooh. no. No. JK Colts, Pete Colts. Bills. Bills. Oh, all sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's going like, Bills. Sorry, sorry. Was, like, are you joking? Are you trying to win this way? My fault. Okay, so Saturday, one o'clock slot. We're all going Bills. Okay. Oh, Bills Mafia. Let's go. Home team. Here we go. Second game on Saturday, 4:40 p.m. on Fox. Number six Rams, 10 and six record against hey, hey. Seattle Seahawks. Go, go adjust the AFC at once. Let's do the AFC one. No, time. no, no, it's fine. Just continue going as you go. I'm doing time <laughs> slots. I'm doing time fine, slots. Fine, 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 so fine. your first three games on Saturday. The second one is Rams, 10 and six. Seahawks, 12 and four. The news coming out of um, LA is that Jared Goff may not be ready. So he didn't play last week, last week of the regular season, but somehow they still beat the Cardinals because Kyler Murray got hurt too. If he doesn't play, it seems like a no-brainer. Even if he plays, it might be a no-brainer. It seems like JK is saying home team, go-go home team, Pete home team. Yep. Russell Wilson, man. I'm not going to bet against Russell Wilson. I'm yeah, not. I'm not in the playoffs. Can. All right. So, so far we've taken the, um, the higher seed in both first two matchups. The last game for Saturday, prime time, is your Washington football team 7-9 against the away team, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, well, the home team what, or the away team? You guys just argued with me for two hours about the Washington football team. And look at look at JK yeah. now. Can see Hi. Yeah. I want to take Washington. Even when I was arguing, I said it's going to be a lot closer than you all think. Yeah. I did so, say from the get-go that they're going to lose. Put your pick I'm on giving the him to lose under seven. Put your pick on the left. <laughs> I really want to take Washington because these seven and nine teams randomly win. I really want to take them because it's just. The <sighs> seven and nine teams have always made it to the divisional round. Washington will be the only home team in the playoffs in the first round that will be the underdog. What do you got, Go-Go? Let's fucking go, Washington. Let's fucking go. I don't give a damn. damn. You're going, go. you going with the WFT, and then on Saturday, you'll be saying WTF. Oh, yeah, 100%. I know this. Listen, P I know and, this. Pete and JK, you guys, you guys are going Bucks? Yeah. Let's go. Listen, I didn't wear this jersey for nothing, all right? This jersey. I do like that jersey. I am also going to go Bucks. I don't think it's close. I don't think Washington can score off. Oh, listen. Game. I know in my mind that this is the dumbest thing I've ever done, but my heart... My heart tells me differently. I actually respect it. All right, here we go. So those are your first three games on Saturday. We're going to Sunday, 1 o'clock game. Remember, Ravens remember, at Titans. Remember, I called Pittsburgh. I called that Pittsburgh win. Remember That's that. True. That's true. <laughs> okay, these two teams are the same record. 11-5, and 11-5 at Tennessee. They're the number four seed. Ravens are five seed. Pete, what do you got? I'm going to take Titans. Uh, Derek Henry continues to count that ball. Home team. JK? I'm going to go... Ravens. Ravens. Former MVP Lamar Jackson needs to have a big game. This could be an upset. Go, go. Ravens. Ravens as well. The underdog team. I also they, will go Ravens. 400 yards on the ground. Only one of their team has done that in the Super Bowl era. If there is yards. a defense that could shut Lamar Jackson down, it's probably um, the Titans and their head coach, who's quite crafty. Um, 
Yeah, give me Ravens. I think the Ravens. The Ravens have been hot as of recently. Like Lamar feels comfortable. They're undefeated. Again. They're five and zero yeah. in the last five weeks. Yeah, um, so they're definitely clicking. It's the right time to be hot. That's the thing. This is the time where you want to be hot. Come in. Four forty p.m. game. Number seven Chicago Bears at eight and eight record against number two New Orleans Saints twelve and four record. Mercedes Benz Dome, New Orleans. Pete. Saints kill them. Saints. J.K. Saints. Go go Saints. Yeah. I'm not gonna put money on Mitch Trubisky. Like I can't as do much that. shit as Washington has gotten for a seven and nine record, the Bears are just one more win better, and they're in the playoffs. Um, I also am going New Orleans, so we're all going home team for the 440 game on Sunday, and then we got our last game of the first round. Um, number six, Cleveland Browns, eleven and five. They just played the Steelers last week with a rematch against twelve and four. Big Ben should play, but Mason Rudolph actually played well. Um, they only lost by two points. This is the Sunday night game. Go, go. Who you got? Oh, the Steelers. The, the Browns are, these are two fake teams, in my opinion. They're two very fake successful teams, in my opinion. It, I just think the Browns are a little bit more fake. Yeah, agreed. Mason Rudolph had a better game than Baker. Dude, they almost won. Like, literally, they, they almost won. won. Like, ben. Honestly, they should have won. It was just, you couldn't beat Mason Rudolph. You're not going to beat Ben Roethlisberger. Get the hell out of here. JK? I really, really, really want to go Browns, but last two times I picked them, they've disappointed me. So I'm going. Four times a charm, baby. Yeah. Be bold. You got Steelers too, Pete? I got Steelers. JK's got Steelers. Go-Go's got Steelers. I will go with the the Browns. Ah. I don't know why. I I think they're going to get smoked. Um, If there's a game, I mean, I feel like this is – it's a trap game. Honestly, it's not a terrible pick. I don't think it's as bad as what it looks on paper, but I think it's a trap game. Um, and Baker Mayfield, like, you never know. There, he's had those couple games where he just comes out firing where all you know the whole team's on the same page where they can keep up, but it's going to be a call order to fill. So I actually – I think the only way they can win if Baker is not the guy winning it. I think they have to run the ball. Oh, yeah. A lot. Agreed. Agreed. I think that's the way to win. I don't they, think – I mean, but that's their strong point, right? Like Nick Chubb, like you want to give him the ball because mm-hmm. he has the potential to be a bell cow and run 300 times a season. But, I mean – Oh, God. But, I mean, that is what opens up the passing lanes for Baker, right? Like when he's running, they could do a lot of that play action and stuff and you get that balance going, but – I don't know. I think in the playoffs, experience does matter to some extent. And you have Ben Roethlisberger at the end of the day. He's won Super Bowls. He's not a Trump. It's, Trump, it's you know? him, like him, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. When these guys, no matter what the fucking regular season records are, throw it out the door, they play on another level. When they come in, they're like, yo, look, you guys are, you guys are the babies. We're the fucking goats. We know what we're doing when we've been here. It, it like it's 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 not even a joke when you see Aaron Rodgers out there. There's a reason why like teams fear playing him. I hate every time the Cowboys ever have to play him in the playoffs. I'm like, we're gonna get smoked. We're just gonna get smoked. Yeah, I, I mean that's what I always hope for. To be honest, <laughs> it's gonna be a fun game. Um, obviously, the two number one seeds in AFC and NFC, Chiefs and Packers, both get bye weeks. Um, this year is a new format for the playoffs. Usually there was two teams in each conference that would get buys this year, only one. And every year moving forward, only one team. By the way, I love this. I like that. Yeah. Sam. I do too. Um, It it allows one extra playoff team to be in the playoffs. So I actually like it as well. Yeah. It makes it more rewarding to get the top seed. Not everyone gets a, you know, buy. Exactly. Normally there would be. Although I do feel like 
you had teams like the Chiefs. Well, I, I guess the Chiefs secured the the number one seed before, but like, I feel like you would have seen <clears throat> a bigger dogfight at the end of the season when there's something more for these high ranking teams to play for. Yeah, perhaps. Well, I guess for the AFC, it didn't matter, right? Because the Chiefs were already ahead by enough. But for the NFC, the Saints had to play and the Packers had to play. They both needed to, well, Saints needed the Packers to lose for them to hop them. But the Packers played their starters. They won their game. So even though the Saints won, it didn't matter. So for at least for them, they did require playing the last game. But yeah, the Chiefs rested Mahomes. They didn't need to play and they lost and they still got the one seed. Are we finishing this bracket? Because, I mean, that's the point of the bracket, right? You got to fill Are we going out. all the way through? Oh, I figure we go through this and then next week do the same, what we always do. Oh, uh, guys, I think it's like, you know, it's a bracket. You got to see who can get the closest bracket, right? Okay. Yeah, but, I mean. We could, but then we no, no, let's, keep... let's, I helped you guys. I was just saying I thought that's how they do I'm it. I'm down for that, actually. Because then you can see, because I think there's going to be some hot. I think the hot takes on the second round. The first round, I think it was easy. All um, right. So then how we keep track of this? Just write it down. All right, record it or whatever you guys want to do. We, we can always just not do it either. doesn't matter. Let's circle back next week, and then we'll just see who has the better standings at the end of the day. All right. I'm calling the Bills are going to beat the, the Chiefs. Get ready for that. Unless they lose, then that would be That'd weird. That would be a hell of a game. All right, I, boys. I Good All right, to see you. This time next week, we'll know if Washington is going to be playing against. Y'all Y'all are fake fans, all right? <laughs> y'all are fake fans. I criticize, but I was root. They're doomed because they play the Packers, the one seed, oh, after this game. at that point, it's over. It's over at that point. I ain't picking that. I'm not why would they? Why, why would they play the Packers? They have to. Four, four versus five, no matter who wins our matchup, they play the one seed. The two versus six. Uh, the two oh, yeah, and seven yeah, yeah. and three right. and don't six. They, don't they play like it's not an actual bracket? Don't they re, um, like they just play the lowest seed? What I'm seeing is a bracket where four versus five winner for both yeah, yeah. AFC I, I, and NFC play the one seed. Hmm. And this is the space on Washington. Post. Also, also I realize that the Bills won't play them next week. I I'm looking at the wrong bracket. My bracket is yeah. bad. Bills and Chiefs won't reach until the end. One and two seed, if they make it all the way to it, the end. This is right. Good. This is right because theoretically, if everything goes right, the lowest seed will be the four seed. That's how it usually works in a bias, right? All right, boys. All right, y'all. Go Washington. We're in the playoffs for at least another week, which is a dream. And then you can join us where we are on the couch. With the 20th pick or the 19th pick or some shit. <laughs> you know, so if we if we win a game, does that move us to even lower? Yes. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. I think so, guys. <laughs> if we lose the first round, we'll have the very first pick of the playoff teams. We'll have the 19th pick um, <laughs> because we have the worst record amongst all the playoff teams. Bastards. That's going to be our future Hall of Fame linebacker, whoever he may be. God willing, knock on wood. All right, boys. This is all right, next. We'll see you all next right, week. Peace. R.I.P. My labor. R.I.P. KB24.